That's the life of the shepherd. All right, you can put my verses back up. That's the life of the shepherd. Always having to rescue the sheep. Sheep always getting back into trouble. In the 23rd Psalm, we've seen him. He's led by the still waters. He's led through the lush pastures. He's restored her soul. Last, this past Wednesday, he turned up the hillside. He's gone up the mountain now, up a rough, a rough way. But it'll be all right because it's the paths of righteousness. And the paths of righteousness, after all, are right paths. They're right paths. Well, now we're only four verses in. Give me the fourth verse, Psalm 23, verse 4. We're only four verses in, and he's leading again. I told you Wednesday night, this psalm really could be entitled, He Leadeth Me. This is maybe... Maybe the most famous verse of the Bible. I'd say it's between this and John 3, 16. How many uh, times have you whispered this at a funeral? How many, reckon how many saints of God laying on death's bed and the last words whispered from their lips was, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. It's famous. It's a famous verse. But while it deals with physical death, what I'm going to tell you today is it's got more to do with life than it does death. Let's read it. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. Why? Why? For thou art with me. I'm going to quit reading right there. We'll deal with that last part tonight. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask, Lord, that you'd help us in the service time. God, I pray, Lord, that you would visit us. Lord, there's folks that sure could use a word from heaven this morning. I pray that you'd give it to them. Speak to our hearts today as only you can. We'll thank you and praise you for all that's accomplished in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. We'll preach a little while this morning on in the valley with the shepherd. In the valley with the shepherd. Last Wednesday we turned up those righteous paths. Now I told you that sometimes that sometimes up the righteous paths there'll be torrents that'll run by sometimes up the righteous paths it's rocky and it's hard but when we come to verse 4 the shepherd has turned off the hill the sheep's following down into a valley maybe some ominous clouds hang over the valley now the paths of righteousness up the up the paths of righteousness. That had to deal with the adversities of life. Down in the valley, we're dealing with the depression. 
the discouragements of life. Sometimes the shepherd leads off into the valley. Oh, we don't, none of us like to talk about it. I'm not even sure I like to preach on it. But sometimes, Brother Marvin, he turns us off into the valley. Now, we all think about this as being death. And there's an application there. I'm glad, thank God, death is only a shadow for the saved. You know what happened at Calvary? The Lord, in order for something to have a shadow, it's got to have a substance. The substance of death is sin. But I'm glad, thank God, at Calvary, Jesus dealt with the sin problem. And he took away the substance. And all he left was the shadow. And you know what? I'm glad to report to you, thank God, the Bible said in 1 Corinthians 15, 55, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting is death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But I'm glad, thank God, Jesus took the sting out of death. And all that's left is shadow. But it's a shadow that looms. In all the days of our life, everyone in here lives under it. Everybody's going to die. Ah, well, the rapture might come. We get out that way. But barring that, we all got an appointment with death. Every last person in here. Everybody's going to have a casket. Everybody's going to have a hole in the ground. Everybody's going to die. And so as we live, we live under this shadow. And sometimes... As we live under this shadow, we turn off into the valley. The shepherd, it's the shepherd that leads us there. It's hard for me to explain. I'd like to think, you know, that Joel Osteen was right, <laughs> that you get saved and it's all good days and grinning and having a big time. But I'm going to report to you that it's been my experience that there's some valley times. Oh, but hang on a minute. What I'm going to show you today is that you'll learn some things about the shepherd and you'll learn some things about yourself that you never would have learned if all you ever had was good days. And it's hard, it's hard to get to the place where you can say, thank God for the hard days. But I'm going to tell you, really, we ought to thank God for the hard days. That he brings us through. And I feel like the Lord wants to help us today. I really do. Let me give you a few things this morning. Oh, I was, well, let me, let, me, let, me, let me just get in the message here. I'll deal with it. Number one, in the valley with the shepherd, it gets personal. Show me verse uh, 1 of Psalm 23, please, sweetheart. There you go. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You remember I told you it's kind of like the sheep down at the, down at the watering hole. He's looking over at the other sheep and he's saying, let me tell you about my shepherd. Oh, the Lord is my shepherd. Look at verse number two. Give me verse two. The Bible said, he maketh me, speaking of the Lord, the third person, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. This sheep still bragging. Oh, what a shepherd. What a shepherd. Look at verse 3. 
He restoreth my soul. Speaking about him in the third person. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. For his name's sake, he's still bragging. Look at verse 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. I want you to notice a change right here. For thou art with me. He's no longer speaking about him. He's speaking to him. Before the valley experience, he's saying, well, let me tell you about the shepherd. Let me tell you about the shepherd. But now in the valley, things have gotten personal. You know, and uh, I can I could tell you a lot of stories. I could tell you about Trey. When he was little, he had a kidney problem. They thought he'd have to have surgery. We worried ourselves sick. I, I should not have, but I worried myself sick. Paced the floor. And I asked the Lord a lot during that, why? Why did my kid have to have something wrong with him? Why am I feeling like this why so low Lord but it was during those times me and the Lord learned a lot well he didn't learn nothing but I learned a lot I learned a lot about him no longer was it let me tell you about my shepherd and this that we were looking at each other face to face I could tell you about you know, Rachel, when she had COVID, a lot of a lot of lonely nights, a lot of wrestling nights. But somehow I ended up on the other side of that thing. Woo. Closer to God. See, that's how God will help you through that. It's proximity sometimes. You know, there is a real valley of the shadow of death. They tell me that it's near the Jericho Road there in Palestine, east of Jerusalem. Oh, I read this. The Brook Kidron that I preached on last week runs through the valley of the shadow of death. Oh, my goodness. They say that at its widest, it's 12 feet wide. Most places, Brother Neil, you've got to turn sideways to get through it. In other words, proximity speaking, when you close in on the valley, you've got no choice. It squeezes you together. You've got no choice but to get closer to the shepherd. You begin to see his works. He's picking you up. You're right together. He's helping you across. The sheep get to a place and it's too rough. It's they can't make it. Uh, and he's performed that he's going to have to get you over the next hump. You can't make it over the next spot. You've got to depend on the shepherd. All of that happens down in the valley. I remember one night when Rachel was so sick, I remember I asked, I was texting the doctor, and I said, do you think she'll die? She said, you can't think that way. That's the devil. <laughs> she was right. But I was low. Later, I had to apologize to the doctor. I said, I'm so sorry. I said, you saw a side of me not many people see. 
Most everybody sees this side of me, you know, that I just believe everything. We believe God for everything. You know, the preacher stands forward and says, look here at me, I can believe God for anything. But deep in the night, at times I go, God, are you there? Lord, can you hear me? But it's during those times that you see the shepherd show up. It's those times, Miss Karen, when you come to that rock face and you say, Lord, I'm, in, I'm up against it here. There's nothing I can do. I guess I'll just sit here and die. And all of a sudden, you feel that crook come up under you from that rod, that staff. And it begins to lift you up. And the shepherd said, son, I was right here the whole time. It's in them valleys, see. Without a valley experience, you'd never know anything about any of that. How could I know that the Lord can touch and heal if nobody had ever got sick? How could I know that the Lord was able to meet my financial need if I never had a financial need? How could I know that he could rescue the wayward if there had never been any wayward to rescue? You see, when the valley comes, it starts getting personal. He said, for thou, thou, thou art with me. Me and you're in this together, Lord. There's been times when I didn't think that I could make it. There's been times when I didn't think I could go. But in the valley, I got closer. So the first thing is, and I'm not preach long. I just want to give you what the Lord. First thing is, in the valley, it gets personal. But then the second thing is, is in the valley, you get powerful. You say, preacher, that don't make no sense at all. What What are you talking about? In the valley, I get powerful. Well, look what it said. I will fear no evil. Now, the valley of the shadow of death, it's full of snakes, robbers, beasts. They're hiding in every concave. They're hiding in every place. There's a lot of danger. A lot of things could happen in the valley. You could get eat up. Do you know what that sheep said? I'm not afraid. That sheep said, I've gained some courage. Uh, sheep are timid naturally, but... This sheep says, oh boy, I've got some courage. You know why? Because I ain't alone. That sheep said, I've gained some courage. I believe I'm going to make it. Hey, listen, troubles come. Have you ever noticed how troubles will come in the lives of a lot of older saints? And they'll just stand and say, thank God anyhow. I'm glad, praise God, I'm saved. Everything's going to be all right. 
and people my age scratching their head and wondering how in the world can they be so calm on the inside I'm tore all to pieces I'll tell you what it is they've walked through a few valleys they've been with the shepherd they've seen some hard times and they've found him faithful they've seen that he's rescued they've seen that he snatched them up they've seen that he's took care of it and they're able to say thank God everything's gonna be all right When I went through BLET, they, we did that rapid intervention active shooter training in an abandoned elementary school in Lake Toxway. And we got down there, and uh, we formed up outside. We was using seminition rounds. If anybody don't know what that is, that's a paintball on steroids. <laughs> I'm telling you, they shoot them out of a 9mm shell and hit they tell me it hurts about like one. My intent was not to get shot that day. And uh, so we went running in there, and, and no power in that room, no creepy old abandoned elementary school. And uh, we went down that hallway in our, in our formation with our rear security and all like that. And that fella, one of the instructors, jumped out with an AR loaded to them, them seminitions. Bang, 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 started shooting down that hall. And I'm telling you, I don't believe my feet touched the ground. I jumped up and walked in the air and got in a, in a room and we all gathered up and somebody, one of them said, I'm hit. Another one said, I'm hit. I said, I ain't hit. They said, well, if you ain't hit, get out there and fight. I said, I ain't crazy either. I ain't one that's a, that's a setting duck. The reason they train that way, they call it stress inoculation. If you can put yourself in a real life stress filled environment and you do that enough, You'll get to the place where it don't bother you as bad. You inoculate yourself to stress. I believe there's a lot of old saints of God that have walked through enough low valleys and seen the shepherd come through enough times that, that when they come to another hard place, they're able to say, glory to God, what's the Lord going to do this time? Oh, and that helps some of these younger sheep uh, to gather a little courage in hard times. Hey, he said, I'm not going to be afraid not going to be afraid. Watch this. The association for thou art with me. Probably four or five times in my years of ministry at this church I've thought it would split. There'd be a problem and I wouldn't sleep all night. I'd pace the floor and call people and worry about it and I'd think, listen to it, this is the problem. That's going to that's going to cost us. But you know what? I finally got to the place where I do, brother Marvin. When a problem comes up, I'll tell the Lord. I'll say, Lord, that's your church. It ain't my church. And if you're going, if we're going to keep it together, Lord, you're going to have to do it. <laughs> I couldn't tell you the times that I've got down with God in my prayer place and said, God, we've got a problem. Me and you. You know why? Because He's in this with me. You ought to underline, circle, put explanation points by that little phrase that says, For thou art with 
me. That's the key to the phrase, I will fear no evil. You've got to have him with you. But if you've got him with you, there ain't nothing to be afraid of. If God is for us, who can be against us? You see, down in the valley, you'll find out that you're stronger than you think. Down in the valley, God will give you the power you need to be able to say, I believe it's going to be all right. Down in the valley, God will give you power. And I want to show you something about this. I'll fear no evil. That sheep's walking along down through that old rough valley. The shepherd's just leading. And there's a bear. <laughs> there's a wolf. There's the snakes. That sheep said, I ain't afraid of that. Down deep inside something, that sheep says, yeah, you are afraid of that. Look at that. That's a mess. Sheep goes, no, I ain't afraid of that. They're afraid that I ain't even going to look at it. It's going to watch the shepherd. Because he's trod this way before. Now I'm going to preach tonight on his rod and his staff. When the sheep gets real nervous, it looks at that rod. That rod's like a club. I'll show you one tonight. It's like a club. And that sheep says, I know if that snake comes much out of that hole, that shepherd's going to club him. That bear comes up in there. That shepherd's going to hit it in the nose of the club. I know if that wolf sticks its head out, my shepherd's going to get him. Oh, boy. Hey, I'm gaining confidence all the time. I'm walking behind my shepherd. I believe it's going to be all right. I believe we're going to make it. Hey, why? Not because I'm anything. Thou art with me. Now there's the association, but then there's the, we need to acknowledge the intimidation. I'll tell you what the devil likes to do. The devil's in the intimidating business. He likes to do a lot of growling. He's as a roaring lion. He likes to go, boom, it's me, the devil. How many times has the devil told me your ministry's over? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How many times has he told me, that church, that ain't never going to mount to nothing. Ha, 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 it's over. You just wills to quit. Oh, so-and-so hates you and everybody don't like you. And you just wills to give up. How many times he told me, look, how many times he say, Rachel's going to die. Trey's going to die. How many times he whisper in my ear and say, listen, you just wills to quit. You just wills to give up. Uh, that's the devil's business. He likes to intimidate. He likes to say that, uh, that uh, girl's home uh, ain't never going to amount to nothing. Uh, he likes to say that your family's going to bust up. Uh, he likes to say that your Sunday school class is ruined. Uh, he likes to say those things. But in the end, guess what? If we're walking with the shepherd, uh, thank God he can't do any of that stuff. He's threatened that. Uh, hallelujah. Hey, hey. Uh, the shepherd uh, is able to take care of that sheep said, I ain't afraid. Go ahead and growl. That don't scare me. Go ahead and hiss. It's going to be all right. There's the power. There's the power. So in the valley, it gets personal. In the valley, you'll get powerful. But watch this. In the valley, you'll get a purpose. You'll get a purpose. Let me show you this. Never had seen this to this week. Yea, though I walk through. 
Yea, though I walk what? What? Through. You know what that means? That means the valley is never the end. There's always a through it. There's always a through it. There's been times, Neil, I thought, I'm going to die in this mess. I'll never get through this. But you know what? The day would come when the sunlight would begin to break on the valley. The birds would start singing again. The shepherd would lead me into another lush meadow and another table land. And he would have brought me yet again through whatever it was I was facing. There is always a through. Yea, though I walk through. Now I want you to show you something right here. There's three questions when you're in the valley that you ought to ask yourself. I want to ask you this. What are you going to look like on the other side of it? Here's some questions. I'm going to give an altar call. Number one, how can this valley be used to bless others? You want to pray? Lord, make me a blessing to others. Help me lead others. How can I tell you that God can heal if ain't nobody ever been sick in my family? How can I come to you and say God will deliver that loved one if ain't nobody ever had to be delivered out of my home? How can God use what I'm going through to be a blessing to others? Question one, how is it? See, everything is about helping somebody, right? The Lord brings us through so that we can be an encouragement to those that are in the valley with the Lord who are coming through. Watch this. How, how can God get the glory out of what I'm facing? Now, what was wrong with Trey? Hazy's not here this morning, but what was wrong with Trey? Nowhere near as serious as what was wrong with Hazy. But when all that came up with Hazy, I had had some experience within a hospital with a sick kid. And I told Kenzie one day on the phone, I said, listen, this ain't the last time you're going to cry. I said, you're going to cry a lot more tears. And I said, one of these days, you'll cry some tears when she graduates high school. And when she gets married, there'll be tears to cry. Hey, you see what I'm saying? I'd seen God do it in my life. And I could tell her, because God did it in my life, he can do it in your life. That's the reason God brings us through places, so that we can encourage others and bear others' burdens and tell them, hey, I came through it. It'll be all right. You can make it through it. I made it through it. God be the glory. To God be the glory. This sheep didn't say, I made it through it because I was the toughest sheep in the pasture. He said, I made it through it because you were with me every step of the way. I thought about all that. Miss Helen's went through this year. Billy and Steve. And I was thinking about that the other day. 
And I thought, Lord, Miss Helen, she's so kind. Billy and Steve, my book, they don't come no better. I said, why, Lord, them? But one of these days, Billy, they'll be, a, they'll be a through it. And when there's a through it, there'll be somebody that God will put in your path that's going through it. And you'll be able to go and sit down and say, look, I made it through it. You'll make it through it. To God be the glory. And if I hadn't had him on my side, I wouldn't have made it through it. But let me tell you how God come through. To God be the glory. God ever brought you through anything? Oh, there's more I want to say about that. Let me give you this. I'm going to give an altar call. Y'all ask yourself, how can I use this to be a blessing to others? Y'all ask yourself, how can God get the glory? Lastly, I'm going to be done. Y'all ask yourself, will I make the most out of my time in the valley with the shepherd? I'm ashamed right here. Because those times I fussed at him. Those times I complained. Those times I was so unhappy with where I was at that I didn't take the opportunity to enjoy his presence in my life. You see, sometimes God gets you in a place where there ain't nobody else but you and him. And boy, you can have some stark conversations. But when it's like that, bro, I wish I'd stop and think, Lord, I'm here for a reason. And, uh, me and you are in this valley. Would you just help me enjoy your presence? Learn to depend on nothing but you. Learn to love nobody but you. Would you help me, Lord, that I could see you working through this thing? I don't see how it's going to work out. Hey, some of you, the Lord's helping this morning. They said others, he wants to help. When I'm going through it, how can I make my most of it? You know what the Lord said? He said, in everything, with thanksgiving, supplication, make your request known unto God. So, in everything, another place he said, Give thanks in all things. Not for all things, but in all things. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. I don't know what you're going through this morning. A lot of tears been cried. A lot of heartache.
a lot of whys, a lot of days where you feel like throwing up your hands, saying, I can't get through it. You ought to underline that in your Bible. Yea, though I walk through. There'll be a through bit. There'll be a through. And on the other side, what's God going to do in our lives? This ain't how I normally preach. I'm telling you, yesterday I was laughing this church of praying, God put this in my heart. I'm going to ask Justice to come. I want to sing that song, Sweet Things Out of Dark Places. You should come sing that. Ask her come sing that. I want everybody to stand their feet. Lord, what I've said will do no good without the sweet Holy Spirit doing a work in the lives and the hearts of your people. There's going to be a through it. Lord, would you help some dear sheep Lord, a flock of people that need you, that need you, Lord. I pray, God, today that you'd help them through it. Oh, bless your holy name. In Jesus' name, our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed. Some more to gather around this altar. Justice is going to sing, and I'm going to go and pray with each one of these folks. Because sometimes you just need a loving arm around you to help you pray. They'll be a through it. They'll be a through it. If you need to come and pray, whatever your need may be, God do with your heart. You need to come pray. All over so. Thank you. 
dark valley just to show you my glory oh how sweet is the darkness when the thank you for the work that's done around this altar. Lord, I know if my heart's breaking over these sheep and their troubles, that your heart is broke. Oh, God. Lord, we need you. 